0: I'm going to admit this now. I have watched—is it porno—and <laughs> <laughs> nothing gets me hornier.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Burning hell.
2: We are back in hell, everybody. We have probably the most special guest we've ever had on. Um, I wouldn't be here without her. She's an influencer, a sex icon, a motivational speaker. We have Vera DeLeo, AKA Nana Still Got It. Welcome to Hell, Nana. Oh, I'm so happy to be here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I'm here. But
2: anyway, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to hell. You came with some notes. She also requested a glass of wine. It's only at 11.30 a.m. But we are here, and the way this is gonna go, we're gonna discuss beauty. We've gotten a lot of questions from The Little Devil's beauty, relationships, confidence, and then, of course, The Seven Deadly Sins. I'm ready. Also, Nana Stilgata is officially on Cameo. So book her. Have her send a funny message to anyone. I'm also on Cameo, and I'm doing 25% off for the next couple days. Today's the 8th, so I think until Sunday. So 25% off for the holidays. I'll talk shit to your friend of me. I'll flirt with your grandpa. I'll make fun of your sister. Whatever you want. I'll do it. And book Nana, too. Actually, announcement. We are going to be on Good Morning America oh, because of Nana.
0: Oh, I can't believe that. I <laughs> I haven't told a soul yet. Well, you just did. We just did. <laughs> that was the day I thought, holy mackerel. <laughs> there are
2: actually people reading what I write. Nana, what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self?
0: <laughs>
2: well, I always
0: believe if you want something bad enough go out and you'll get it. It is all about your desire how much you really want something and I didn't, going back all those years, I didn't fight my father because I guess I didn't want it that much and, and not enough time had really changed for a girl from my social background um, to really go out and do that. Yes, I would have loved to have been a movie star, mm-hmm. but um, I knew that wouldn't make my father too happy. That was uh, not an easy thing for a girl from Brooklyn to get up and go, oh, I shouldn't say that. There are more movie stars that were born in Brooklyn, I think, than <laughs> anywhere. But I w- I've never regretted getting married and having three children mm-hmm. by the time I was 26. Mm-hmm. I was able to... Travel the world mm-hmm. while they were already more or less on their own, or at least in college anyway. Yeah. And uh, I had taken care of myself that I still look good. <laughs> and, and now I could live the life I didn't
2: live when I was yeah. 18. Well, Nana, speaking of when you were 18, can you tell me how you met Papa? cuz a lot of the listeners are single and they and you've been with papa for 61 years and they want to know what it's like to meet your husband.
0: Right. Well, back in the day, I can't tell you how many of my friends met their husbands at dances. Like a church dance? Mostly church dances, but there were lots of dances and you went and, you know, this was the era of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And everyone loved the music and... Uh, you are shaking your butt? <laughs> um, yes, Papa was attracted to my butt, if I can say that.
2: You can. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you're at this and dance... Still, and still is. So you're at this dance and you see Papa? The only way I can describe it is think of Greece because Papa was part of that group that were the really... Um, the tough guys? Yes, they came in with their slick black hair. Up to no good. <laughs> How can I say? Looking over the joint and picking out who they would want to dance with. Mm-hmm. And they came late. The dance was almost over. And he spotted me and he kept staring at me. And I said, when is he going to come over and ask me to dance? And he actually never quite did. His friend his best friend, who turned out to be our best man, was dancing with my girlfriend and came over and said, my friend wants to dance with you. And I said, well, why doesn't he come over and ask me? Uh, He wants to make sure you're going to say yes. (laughs) Anyway, he came over and we danced the last dance and he asked for my phone number and I just blurted it out and said, if you can remember it, here it is. And... I said it, and he said, don't worry, I won't forget it. And almost two weeks passed. (laughs) And I thought, well, I guess he's never going to call, and the phone rang, and it was him. And he was relieved, happy, and said that all he did for two weeks was turn the numbers all around until he got the right combination. So I guess there is something about that was written in the stars or meant to be. Well, you all wouldn't be here. <laughs> so you guys, and how long did you date before you got engaged? Not long. First, I had to graduate high school. and <laughs> <laughs> uh, In June, he gave me as a gift a friendship ring, a little pearl ring.
2: Oh.
0: And um, yes, in fact, he had Hidden it away in a box that had a, um, a small brownie camera in, and I, when I unwrapped it and I saw the box, I thought, "Oh, he bought me a camera." <laughs> no, you know, you love then, cameras, though. <laughs> yeah. And then I opened the box, and there was this little ring, and that was June. In October, we said, "Well, we've said to our parents we want to get married," and my father was thrilled. His parents were in shock. Uh, (laughs) Why? Well, he was only 19. Mm -hmm. We looked at rings and we got a great deal um, through a friend of a friend of a beautiful emerald cut diamond. And that was October. And he wasn't supposed to, we weren't supposed to be engaged till my 18th birthday. (laughs) Uh, But once I put it on my finger, I never took it off. So we got engaged earlier and we were. I'm trying to think now. We got married on Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. It was the only opening. And so it was meant to be, and, and we took it. And. Um, when did you have sex for the first time? That night. <laughs> <laughs> really? People really. really do that? Well, we did everything you could possibly
2: do before. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because I remember one of my first boyfriends, Imran, when I brought him to Shelter Island and we slept in the same bed, I remember you you mentioned to my mom, like, they're sleeping in the same bed. Like, what is this? And Please. now you kind of, you don't care. Yes. No, I don't. <laughs> you, you broke me of the habit. Um, Nana, how- but I
0: drove, I, I want to say, I drove your mother crazy. And lucky for me, um uh, when she went away to cornell her four roommates who she's still very close with mm-hmm. today such wonderful women um were well, all virgins too mm. uh, but i don't think they were when they graduated cornell <laughs> but um <laughs> but i've made peace with that <laughs> You know, that's so funny because at the time I remember thinking, well, that was part of be- my job mm-hmm. was... To, to make
2: sure she doesn't have sex? Make sure she was pure, yes. Um, but Nana, you were so sexy. So was it weird being a sex icon in the neighborhood and then telling your daughter not to have sex? Yes, it was kind of fun, actually. <laughs> Some people would say that was a tease, but...
0: Uh, so yes. Nana,
2: how did you know Papa was the one. Uh,
0: before I get into it, I want to say, you know, you could do all the right things, but luck does have a lot to do with it mm-hmm. because I've seen a lot of women that just ended up marrying someone who just turned out to not be a good man. Mm. And it to no fault of their own, they've been divorced or unhappily married or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I do think luck does enter into it but you still have to try to do everything else papa was a good
2: man uh, i he's still alive
0: yes <laughs> did i say is? Uh, yeah. is
2: i'm sorry <laughs> what do you love most about him um the way he
0: loves not only me but the family Aww. he'll do anything for us mm-hmm Um, he's brave. My kids changed me, but I did change him a little too, if I might say so. (laughs) How so? Well, I don't think he ever cared about seeing a Broadway show until he (laughs) met me. And I got him turned on to reading and now he's a better reader than I am. He's read all the great, great authors. He's reading a book on John Steinbeck now because he likes him so much. (laughs) And, uh... I can go on and on, but the one thing we did have in common that did mean a lot early on was baseball. Mm. I knew everything there was to know about baseball. I was the biggest Brooklyn Dodger fan, <laughs> and that, that helps in a relationship to have um, an interest uh, that you both share that's yes. important to both of you. You know, in your case, it could be golf or tennis.
2: But Nana, in those 61 years you've been married, when things ever were not going well, what advice do you have for people to kind of survive a relationship? Because it can't always be perfect, you know? No, believe me, we've had our down
0: times, which I won't get into here. But uh, (laughs) uh, I'm the type of person, I made a commitment, 61 years ago, Mm -hmm. and uh, it would take a lot for me to break that commitment and um, just hang in. Usually, no matter how dark things might seem, Mm -hmm. they will get better. I
2: really believe that. You have to work your way through them. How do you keep things spicy in the relationship? (laughs) Well... Because you've, uh, you've spoken on a couple TV shows on Summer I House. Know. Let me just say, <laughs> on the Bravo's
0: chat room, they asked me all these questions about clothes and fashion, and I was yakking away. And then they asked one question on sex. I watched the show, and they cut everything else I said, but they left in what I said about the sex. Well, you said <laughs> you still have
2: sex three to five
0: times a week. No. I didn't say five times <laughs> it used to be a joke among our friends that we were had sex every night, and that I never really gave it much thought. That's just the way it was mm-hmm. I mean it helps if you're married to somebody well it helps if if that's important in your marriage. Mm-hmm. I guess you can have a, a happy marriage where sex isn't the most important thing, mm-hmm. but it was.
2: One of the Im- most important things in our marriage, mm-hmm. and still is. Well, someone actually, one of the little devils wrote, "Do you still want sex?" One listener, sixty-four, and says she's over it. Mm. But when I heard it, I've been over it at twenty-three when I'm with someone who I'm just not into anymore. Sometimes your body's telling your mind something. Yes.
0: Well, there's all different degrees of sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing like the, you know, when it's hot and heavy in the beginning but if I'm reading a good book about sex mm-hmm. and I have been I'm going to admit this now I have watched is it porno <laughs> <laughs> and nothing gets me hornier. <laughs> and um <laughs>
2: joking <laughs> Nana before you black out what were you saying about porn <laughs> she died talking about porn <laughs> that took a lot out of me <laughs> you want some more wine yes i need, I need some more <laughs> mm. so it sounds like you put an effort into keeping things spicy um yes oh it does it does take a little
0: uh mm-hmm. you know um, what are your thoughts on sending nudes on sending nudes? Mm-hmm. No, I would never do that. Um, <laughs> I've taken plenty of pictures <laughs> naked and um and I might say very tastefully done <laughs> um, and you give them to Papa, oh yeah, yeah, you can cut this, <laughs> uh, but I had them all saved, and we just recently went through them all and cut them in little pieces and got rid of them because I, th- I was afraid <laughs> the, the end might be near. Well, now and I didn't
2: fa- want my children to get too shocked. Well, now you're you're famous, so yeah, you don't want your nudes getting leaked, right, right? Or you could have sold it for a lot of money. <laughs> a calendar. Well, let me tell you, they were pretty good too. I might say. <laughs> Well, I want to speak of confidence because you you obviously say like sometimes you struggle with self esteem and stuff. But to take naked photos and post all these beautiful photos of yourself online, you have to have some confidence. To you, do you have any advice for people on how to feel sexy?
0: When you have somebody telling you you are sexy mm. and beautiful, you you do tend to believe it. And you've most of the people listening to this have seen my. Pictures in my Hervé Leger dress. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you the story about the time I bought the first one. I was in Bergdorf Goodman, and the area for Hervé Leger was right by the escalator. And this very nice woman who we became friendly with over the years saw me looking at them and she said, Would you like to try one on? And um, I said, Okay. And it took her and my husband to get me in it. But when I came out, I'll never forget looking in the mirror and saying, Oh my God, I didn't know I had that figure. Mm -hmm. It molds you and I've always had a tiny waist. But I looked to the left and everyone going up the escalator had stopped to look. (laughs) I said...
2: I'll buy the dress. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do have a star quality to you. What are your favorite designers that you've worn over the years? Well, Herve Mm Leger,
0: Norma Kamali, who Mm -hmm. I started with her before she opened up her flagship uh, store. Mm -hmm. And going through the 80s and 90s, I wore all her clothes with the shoulder pads. Mm -hmm. I love shoulder pads. I miss them so much... It was during the dynasty time, of the TV show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it made my waist look even smaller, <laughs> but um, I, I loved her too, and John Galliano, mm. who I thought was the most talented, but he got into trouble saying something disrespectful, mm-hmm. and it ruined his career. But he was very talented and made the most beautiful evening gowns.
2: Well, it takes confidence to see a gown like that and be like, I'm going to wear it, and everyone's going to look at me when I walk in the room. The funniest thing about all this, like I said, I guess I
0: always took care of myself. There I am, my children are all out of the house, and I'm 50. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to wear Herve Léger, which is, a, a, you know, most people, they would tell you, You have to be young to wear them. Mm -hmm. And I was at an age when most people would be maybe losing their figure, Mm -hmm. but not today. More in my time. I feel like you've gotten sexier with age. Well, (laughs) uh, I can't get over how, I don't know if I already said this, but how different I look from just three years ago when you made that video of me. (laughs) And... I was able to um, still do that in my 70s. Mm-hmm. And that, that, I have to say, I am proud of that fact. But this
2: pandemic has really um, had its way with me. Well, I do think that you're a perfectionist because I know you are, my mom is, I am. And at some point you have to be nice to yourself and be like, I'm human. It's been a tough time and I'm human. I can't be perfect all the time. It's hard for me to
0: let go mm-hmm. of that I don't have as much control as I did. And mm-hmm. I'm sure age has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to look at so many of my friends and say, oh, they've got that middle age kind of stomach that a lot of women get. And I've never had that, but I think I have the beginning of it
2: now. <laughs> but God, I'll be 80 in, what is it, three months? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Why have you never gotten plastic surgery? Because uh, a lot of women, they would just say, get some lipo, pull the face back. Yes. Uh,
0: never. Never, never, never. My husband first of all wouldn't let me. But I watch, I hate to name names, but let's just say a lot of the housewives mm-hmm. shows. And they, and I'm not saying they're getting a full facelift, mm-hmm. but I mean, the a lot fillers. Of them do. do they really? The fillers, the eye jobs, the uh, nose jobs. First of all, they're all starting to look like the same person. Yeah. Which I really, really hate. Hannah, please, whatever you do, never do anything.
2: No, I and, and I've, been I've a never big had proponent. Botox
0: either. I'm a coward when it comes to certain things. <laughs> I kinda know what I have. And I've never really seriously thought about it because i didn't feel i had to i have to admit now when i look in the mirror i i do say
2: hmm uh maybe you know i don't have wrinkles it's not that you nailed it even when sometimes people get plastic surgery because they don't like something about themselves instead of seeing that person now i just like see a nose job or like see an awkward facelift and Uh it takes away from that natural aging process that just makes yes. you you and working on accepting yes. you for you. And the biggest question I got for you is Do you bathe in the blood of little <laughs> babies? <laughs> <laughs> so, just to preface, Nana has had no plastic surgery.
0: Nana, Nani- how, no, no, what no. is
2: your skincare routine? I'm in my 20s. I'm, I don't even have a good eye cream that I've started using consistently. What, the girls in their twenties, what should they do to look like you one day? I uh, I think the first thing
0: I have to thank is my mother. I inherited her genes. She had great skin. I don't think she ever had a wrinkle, and she was eighty-seven when she passed away. Wow! I've always stayed out of the sun. I mm-hmm. uh, wore a big hat, and uh, never been a sun worshiper. I think it is probably the worst thing. I've never smoked a cigarette, and that really is the worst thing. Mm -hmm. Whenever you see women with little lines above their lips, chances are they're a smoker. Mm -hmm. Are there any serums that you would use? I should get at least a free bottle of Skin SkinCeuticals. I have mentioned it so many times because I really do believe it's been the best thing that I've used consistently for... Thirty years. What? What from Skinceuticals? Um, it's a C.E. F- Ferulic Acid Serum. Oh, um, yeah. followed by B5 Gel. I have never gone to bed with makeup on ever. <laughs> One time on a cruise, and those who follow me know I've been a lot on a lot of cruises. We um, drank a lot, and I remember falling asleep or falling on the bed. uh, You blacked out. And waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning and panicking because I had my makeup on and ran to the bathroom and took it all off. But (laughs) (laughs) in the middle of the night, but I can honestly say I've never gone to bed with makeup on. Now, throughout your life, did you work out and eat well? Many years ago, uh, when Jane Fonda was young, um, she had a videotape. It was the biggest seller. And I bought it and I did it religiously. Uh, but I have to say, the only part of it I still do are the legs, the stomach, and the waist. And the booty. <laughs> One time at a spa, I was in the gym room and an instructor came over to me and said if you never want your butt to fall make sure you do 50 squats a day and i have to say i have done 50 squats a day practically every day since
2: wow you should be in the navy (laughs) (laughs) i am disciplined yes well you're very competitive and when you want something i feel like you know how to get it it's been getting harder Today I posted pictures from
0: um the day we shot the video mm-hmm. at Betches mm-hmm. and I couldn't get over how much younger I looked and it'll be three years in February because it was made on my 77th birthday.
2: You definitely put a lot of pressure on yourself to look pretty. Yes. I Why have. do you think you do that?
0: <laughs> well, growing up, I love the movies. I adored the movie stars from my childhood. I know you all know Marilyn Monroe, but I'm talking before her. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be like them. I loved the beautiful makeup, the technicolor. They always looked just breathtakingly beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't have, even though I write about confidence and I th- I think I write about confidence the most because I do lack it many times and I hate to admit it, but it's the truth. I'm my worst critic. You can all tell me I look beautiful, but if I don't think I do, Mm. I don't believe it. But like I said,
2: I I am not complaining. (laughs) No, but Instagram's interesting because you'll get a lot of people saying how beautiful you look, but does it also cause anxiety? Like you feel pressure as you age to keep up that facade? Right. Well, every
0: day when I see somebody, friends, relatives that we haven't seen in a while, mm-hmm. uh, and I've always gotten compliments, oh, how do you stay so young and all that? I always think, well, today they're going to say, well, it's finally catching up. She looks her age. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's just me, but we all know that looks are not the most important thing in the world. It's what's in. Your heart that really matters. Now,
2: Nana, when you were growing up as a woman, what were women valued for? Was it mostly like you wanted to be the prettiest to get the husband, to get that life? Well, so much of
0: um, my time, especially um, an Italian woman whose father was an immigrant. Uh, It was all about getting married and not about education. I asked my father once, can I go to college? I wanted to be an artist. Mm. Um, And he just said, well, I was the youngest of three girls, so his job was to get us all married, and my other sisters were married. So it was like, I think the expression he used was, why are you trying to start trouble? Just get married. (laughs) So I could say my job is finished, you know, and being a good Catholic girl, um, I wanted to be a virgin, and so uh, I said, okay, I'll get married, and I'm just lucky that a good guy came along at the right time, and, uh, and I
2: got married now have you been enjoying starting your instagram and and you've been you write all these incredible inspirational motivational posts do you feel like that creative side is coming out again that you missed
0: yes i do many times it's like god this is what i was meant to do why did you have to wait till my late 70s for it to happen
2: well at any but- age you could chase your dreams which is why you were you're so inspirational to so many people. I really believe mm-hmm. that. And yeah. I've watched you change a lot over the years from kind of your viewpoints on life and your perspective on yourself. And I think you've actually gained a lot of confidence and you're, I feel like you're more open-minded than ever.
0: Well, I just want to say my job was to be, <laughs> it sounds so funny today to say it, a housewife, a mother, and I have to say, because of me, or in spite of me, I have three of the most fabulous children.
2: Aww. I could
0: not be prouder. Well, I think I'm getting teary-eyed. <laughs> and we won't even talk about grandchildren. Which, one, which learned... one's your favorite of all of I, them? I, wait, let me... Oh, God, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you coming. I can't say that. <laughs>
2: which one don't you
0: like? no i have learned more from my children that they have learned from me and i sincerely mean that all of them i am the woman i am today because of my
2: children um what kind of stuff have they taught you
0: well to be proud of being a woman and a woman is more than just i don't want to put down any housewives but so much more
2: Uh, they have to give. If you were born in my generation and you were my age, 29, where do you think you'd be in your career and your relationships? (laughs) Oh, dear. Well,
0: look where I am now. Mm -hmm. Who would have believed that? Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving (laughs) Day, you made me listen to Alexa. (laughs) I have not gotten over that.
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) For those of you who don't know, ask if you have alexa ask her who hannah burner is and after it goes through this long thing of all her achievements and uh, the last thing it says <laughs> is she's the granddaughter of vera de leo social media star social
2: media celebrity, celebrity. <laughs> you're also very great at taking photos and photos are how a lot of people express themselves on social media nowadays. Do you have any advice for taking the perfect sexy photo? <laughs> well, it
0: used to be a joke, but I noticed everybody seems to do it now. In a bathing suit, how you have to keep your legs so your legs look longer mm-hmm. than they actually are. and You extend uh, your leg? You, you you bend
2: your knee over. You bend your knee over. Okay, you cross <laughs> your leg over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could put your hands on your
0: waste mm-hmm. that might help and uh I, I I don't know sometimes I do think some of these things are in us uh, or what maybe about the
2: eyes what do you call the way you look at the camera <laughs> oh that come hither look yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have been known to do that oh those were the pictures you're not going to see <laughs> the ones we tore up <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh! Um, we have a couple random questions before we go into the seven deadly sins. Oh dear! What's your favorite food to cook? Oh well, I—I I guess it's my
0: sauce, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, the next time we visit you, I'm bringing a, a, a bowl of my sauce. Yes, I've been making that. My—I actually cook like my mother-in-law. First of all, if you have a boyfriend and uh, you know what he likes, um, it's something, I mean, that his mother made. Learn how to do it. Mm. If My mother-in-law, I have to say, was a better cook than my mother. My mother was okay. She made great frittatas <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of other specialties. But my mother-in-law, I learned, I tried to learn everything she made, uh, the way she made it, and uh, and I make her sauce. I'm. You're lucky. Your mother learned all her baking recipes. I'm not a baker, mm-hmm. but you. It skipped a generation. Your mother got that gene, and it's it's so wonderful when you make something
2: that was in the family because yeah. it's keeping that person alive in a way. Well, Italian recipes are hard because they never say exactly how much they go put a little bit of this a little bit of that actually (laughs) you couldn't be more right and it is it
0: is hard with a lot of things and and I don't consider myself a great cook even though my husband loves everything I make (laughs) Um, I make a great puttanesca Mm. but uh, do you think
2: cooking is therapeutic for you like did you always like to cook um. Well, I like to eat. <laughs> I'm recently starting to cook a little bit, and I do find it when you're in the right mindset, it's therapeutic. But if you're hungry and you're in a rush, you're like, I'm just going to Chipotle.
0: Well, I'm Sicilian, and Sicilians, I would say every night, eat a pasta with a different vegetable, mm. and that has become our diet. Yep. It might be too much pasta, but I'm kind of... Um, making it okay because of the vegetables that I'm making with it. So it's a little bit good and bad. Yeah, it's like when I put lettuce on a
2: cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought of it quite that way. (laughs) Nana, what's your favorite curse word?
0: I don't say any curse words. (laughs) We've had this conversation before. (laughs) And I want to tell everybody, this might be your The only time you listen to Hannah's podcast where there is not one bad word. When we listen, Papa no longer listens. He had to leave the room. The first F word and he was gone. Um, But um, I told you once before, it's just a habit saying curse words. Mm -hmm. So instead of saying S-H-I-T, I I always said sugar. (laughs) And...
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You'll what about be different? of the F word? It's always good
0: to be different. What about
2: instead of the F word?
0: What about the F word? Um, well, I have been known to say freaking. Um, <laughs> and uh, I cannot, and this seems to be a, a word that's near and dear to your heart, but I cannot say I can't say F-A-R-T, I can't. And oh my gosh. I just have to say passing gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> but you uh, you have a, a certain love for that word. <laughs> oh,
2: I love it so much. It's because as women, we can't be scared of it. We have to own it and accept it and laugh about it instead of well, living in fear. guess I will
0: I'll be truly mature the day I can say it.
2: When was the first time you <laughs> farted in front of Papa? <laughs>
0: Uh, Why well, do I don't have to laugh after every question you ask me? <laughs> do you fart in front of Papa? Uh, No, I can't talk about this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I think it's time Let's to play. Let's go back to the it's, sex. <laughs> it's time to play the Seven Deadly Sins.
1: Seven Deadly Sins. Okay,
2: Nana, I have to ask first. Okay. What are you greedy about?
0: I'm greedy for the love of my grandchildren. Oh, I can't get enough of
2: that. And Anna, what are some books you recommend the little devils oh. read? Girls in their 20s and 30s and 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. What are some great books mm-hmm. that have affected you? Where the
0: Crawdads Sing mm-hmm. was so beautiful to read. Mm-hmm. And Nightingale... It's a good World War II mystery, Two Sisters, and um, yeah, lots of those books, The Women Are the Heroines, which is good. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. My all-time favorite book I read when I was 16 was Gone with the Wind. (laughs) (laughs) I was taking care of my motherhood, had an operation, and um, I spent the summer reading Gone with the Wind, and Speaking with a Southern Accent. (laughs) Uh, But they don't... um, I also loved, uh, again from that time, Mm -hmm. Forever Amber, uh, which I do recommend. You can still get it in the library. Mm -hmm. It's an historical fiction, London in the 1600s. Mm. And uh, I loved it. Nano. Nano. Mm. Who are you envious of? Anyone who's still a size four. Oh my God! <laughs> I have a closet filled with size fours, and I'm getting them on, but I look like uh, I look like I'm busting out of them. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> Nana. Um,
2: yes. You still look good as a size six. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you look gorgeous, actually. What are you gluttonous about? Um, well, if we're going to
0: talk about food, I'm gluttonous about my pasta. I Mm -hmm. must have that. Mm -hmm. Sophia Loren once said that too. And it has to have cheese. (laughs) Lots of cheese. If I had two little pennies left in my dish, they'd still have to have cheese on them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been fortunate to visit my relatives in Sicily. And it's so funny because half of the relatives love cheese, and the other half, you can't even put it on the table. And I just thought, wow, um, how different. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm definitely pro-cheese.
2: Yes, we. this is a pro-cheese podcast. <laughs> um, when was the last time you experienced wrath or anger? Uh, every time online I
0: read somebody spouting a conspiracy theory, it just... I, I want to scream. Uh, I'm so angry at their stupidity, and yet I don't get into it with them because i you can't change their mind, and that's the scariest part.
2: Mm-hmm. When was the last time you were a sloth? You were lazy, like stayed in bed all day. Well, one of the reasons, not just me,
0: but many of us have gained weight during this pandemic is because we don't go out as much, mm-hmm. And I've sat on the couch too much, but I still want to do my exercises. And I find if I don't do them before I sit on the couch...
2: Mm, It's hard to do it.
0: It's so hard to get off that couch. But once you do and you start, it's okay. Uh, But to get off that couch is
2: not easy. (laughs) It's getting harder every day. I agree. Oh, that's nice. When was the last time you let your pride get in the way of something?
0: Well, if you can... Associate pride with being stubborn in what you believe in. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am I can be very uh, prideful on my beliefs mm-hmm. uh, to you, a point where I might come on too strong.
2: But your beliefs has, have changed over time. Yes. Which is interesting because you weren't so stubborn enough not to change. I used to be more... Um, Religious.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, I was going to say I still go to church, except we haven't gone to church during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I become definitely more of a feminist. I was always there, but it was afraid to come out. uh, Why? Because that wasn't the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. Um, When people were protesting the war, I mean, in Vietnam, Mm -hmm. I you know, I was one of those people with, you know, my country right or wrong, but no, I regret not going out there and protesting. Mm -hmm. Um, it took me a while, but, uh, actually, and you probably edit this all out. John Lennon had a lot to do with changing me and, uh, I'm going to get teary eyed again. Um, I really believed everything he said, but I didn't have the will to to be like that. But once he was dead, it was like, I'm so sorry, John. And I did change completely and, and became very liberal in all my ways. I also um, have a gay son, and I was never against gays, but I it still was an adjustment to make. More so as a parent that you're worried that your son or daughter won't be treated right. Mm-hmm. But thank God that's all changed for the better. And I like to think people like me helped to change it. Mm-hmm. I never didn't say my son is gay. And, uh, and I fought in my way for gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm proud of that. You should be.
2: Thank you. Shout out to Uncle Johnny. We love you. <laughs> when, besides Papa, Papa, close your ears, when was the last time you lusted over someone? <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush?
0: Well, you're so funny. I, I kind of knew you might ask me this, and I thought back, and every guy, movie star, say, I lusted over, are oh, all dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Redford's still here. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of young ones I do uh, lust over, if I'm allowed to say that. But uh, <laughs> um,
2: anyway, yes, I'm still lusting. Is that <laughs> That's good. That's good. Now, to wrap this up, you've done so incredible. We've laughed. We've cried. I, I have. You've lived a long life, and we hope there's many, many more years to come what advice would you give Mm -hmm. to people on how to cope with their hell when they're going through it? You, you write so many motivational quotes. What advice would you give to Mm -mm. people listening on how to survive this life? You never give up, never give up on yourself.
0: There's something inside of all of us, a strength that you have to call on. And uh, I can't believe I'm crying. (laughs) I, I look like on Instagram that I've had this fabulous life and I have. And I I don't think I would change too much a few things having breast cancer. Uh I used to go for my mammogram and 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 be like this so scared like I'm sure so many women are. And then when the news after so many years the news did come that wasn't good. I just said, you know, I'm no better than anybody else who's gone through this. And um, just give me the strength. I told the doctors, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And and I got better. And I never cried. And I cry easily, but not when it's serious. <laughs> <just> when it, <laughs> uh, I never cried. And I do remember thinking, I have to be brave for my children. So that, God forbid they go through something like this Mm -hmm. they'll remember my mother didn't cry Mm -hmm. and uh it's not always easy but uh i I don't want to sound like one of those quotes i write about but (laughs) but the sun will come out tomorrow just stick with it
2: oh nana you're the best you inspire me every day you've inspired so many people online i'm as your agent and manager and shout out um (laughs) (laughs) to Andrea our little cousin who's a social media manager I think your star is just rising and I can't wait to see what you do in the future everyone follow Nana still got it at Nana still got it on Instagram she's incredible and Nana you're the best and I couldn't love you more thank you Hannah you have made a lot of my dreams come true (laughs) love you Nana bye guys talk to you later (laughs) (laughs) Ha <laughs>